Welcome to Watch Therefore. Dove Schwartz here at the Galilee in northern Israel. Behind me, the water on which our Savior, Messiah Jesus, walked. What a special time to be watching for our King, our Savior, to come for us in the clouds. He told His people to watch therefore and be ready. Go with me now on location here in northern Israel as we watch therefore. The Son of Man, who is the Son of God, is the message for the hour. I'm standing in Caesarea Philippi at the base of Mount Hermon in northern Israel, a very popular tourist spot today. In the time of Messiah Jesus, as we set the stage, he brings his disciples to a place in the midst of northern Israel that was very pagan and very Gentile at that time. This was due to the Assyrian takeover of northern Israel in the 700s B.C., and the Roman Greco influence that began in the 4th century B.C. This was the heart of pagan worship in northern Israel. Pan worship, which was a variation of Baal or Baal worship, along with the other false gods that fit into the narrative of pan worship in Greco and Roman mythology, was the order of the day here. There were niches carved in areas to the mountainside, to put the statues made out to false gods. The mouth of the cave behind me was known as the gate to Hades. And they would sacrifice animals and throw them into that cave. There was a spring that fed water into the cave where they would throw the sacrificed animals into it. A thousand years earlier, this would have been a place for Canaanite worship where they may have sacrificed their own babies and thrown them into the mouth of that cave. And certainly today, Abortion is baby sacrifice to the God of self and oftentimes sexual sin. 42 million babies are murdered every year in the world in their mother's wombs. And if there's anyone watching who's been involved in that, know that Messiah Jesus forgives and heals. Thank you, Lord. Well, the world is pagan today as paganism and New Age are on the rise all over the world. For example, much of Asia and Africa are very pagan. Europe and America are surging with paganism. And Tel Aviv today is a pagan center in Israel. Many Jewish believers in Jesus came out of the New Age and paganism to saving faith in Messiah Yeshua. And did you know that paganism is the one world religion in the soon coming great tribulation. As the wrath of God is falling, we see in Revelation 9, but the rest of mankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk, and they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. So this message that we're going to hear from our Messiah Jesus that was so important to his disciples then is just as relevant and important and even urgent for us today. So in that context, we'll start in Matthew chapter 16, 
beginning at verse 13, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? Well, Messiah Jesus, he does ask the question of who others say he is, but he claims, he proclaims that he's the great son of man from Daniel chapter seven. Listen to this. I was watching in the night visions and behold, one like the son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. And he came to the ancient of days, our father in heaven, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people's nations and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away. And his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. Well, his disciples answer his question, uh, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. That's who people say that you are. And, and it's not so different today. Today, if your Jesus fits into the false worldly narrative, no problem. If, you're, if your Jesus is just a good man or a prophet, you know, maybe like Gandhi or something, hey, no worries. And, and to cloud things up even more, there are Johnny-come-lately false Christs from false religions like Mormonism, who has a Jesus that's the half-brother of Satan. And, and Islam's Jesus is just a prophet. He didn't pay for our sins. And certainly, if you took a, a global vote today, the majority by far would, not, would say that Jesus isn't the only begotten Son of God. But look at what transpires in Matthew 16. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to them, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. His word asks us, you today, who do you say that I, the son of man am? Uh, through all the, the noise, the chaos, the disinformation, the repulsiveness and confusion of religion, the identity of Jesus is cloudy and too often unimportant. But for this glorious reality, like Peter, I have a Father in heaven and he's shown me Jesus, the Son of the living God, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. And, and, and here's the benefit of that reality. Are you ready? We heard these three words a little while ago. Blessed are you. I like that. Blessed are you. In a cursed, condemned, and increasingly scary world, if you believe in Messiah Jesus, blessed are you. Well, Matthew 16, 18, our Savior continues, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. In the midst of this rock complex, Messiah Jesus says to Peter, you are a little stone, Petrus. And he says, on this big rock, Petra, I will build my ecclesia, the local body and global body of Messiah Jesus, the church. Remember, Peter said in 1 Peter 2 that we're living stones built one upon another. And we know that the chief cornerstone, Yeshua, the Son of God, is the rock of our salvation. Woo! I want to talk to you about the ecclesia of the church. 
It, it means those who are called out individually into community to worship our Father in heaven in spirit and in truth. We're to worship him. We're to praise the Savior. We're to receive the gospel and hear the gospel and learn how to go out and share the gospel. We're equipped to be disciples of Jesus Christ and to go out and make disciples of Messiah Jesus, to experience real body life, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and fellowship with one another. In this context, Messiah Jesus looks at the mouth of this cave and he says, the gate to Hades shall not prevail against his church. Those truly called out of this dark world who believe that Jesus <laughs> and to trust that he is the only begotten son of God. Now, we're going to take a break in just a moment. And when we come back, it gets better and better. Remember this as we go to break. Blessed are you. We're going to worship with Misha and Marty Getz in just a moment. But first, I'd like to share a few things with our viewers about Watch Therefore. We have Kingdom Outreach Ministries that are so exciting. You know, the Bible says the gospel is to the Jew first and then to the nations. Well, we have our to the Jew first work with blessing Israeli believers. Such an exciting ministry here in Israel. And then we have our to the nations work in Africa and many other places, many countries in Africa and other places. You can go to watchtherefore.tv, find those ministries, also our other Watch Therefore media. We have audio programming, all kinds of exciting things going on that I don't have time to mention right now. And if you're looking for a place to sow, listen, the gospel is free, but getting out the gospel, especially through media, costs lots of money. And you know what? What better place to lay our treasures up in heaven than getting out the gospel, making disciples as we watch for our coming Savior? So go to watchtherefore.tv and partner with Watch Therefore as the Holy Spirit leads. Now, let's worship King Messiah Jesus with Misha and Marty Getz.
Welcome back to Watch Therefore, and for anyone just tuning in, Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel at Caesarea Philippi. This was a place of pagan worship, a pagan worship center in northern Israel. The gate to Hades, as this was known, is right behind me. Messiah Jesus asks his disciples, who do people say that I, the Son of Man, am? He proclaims he is the great Son of Man who will set up the everlasting kingdom that cannot be destroyed, but he asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? So uh, they answered John the Baptist, Elijah, Jeremiah, and others. And then he says, yes, but who do you say that I am? And, and Peter answers, you're the Messiah, the son of the living God. And our Savior tells him, flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you, but our Father who is in heaven. And, and on the individual profession of faith in the rock of our salvation, Messiah Jesus, he will build his church, his body, his ecclesia, and the gate to Hades will not prevail against it. And I want to talk to you about the gate to Hades. There's a, there's a few aspects of it I want to share today. First, the pagan Hades from Greco-Roman mythology represents dead falsely, false religions and worldly philosophies. Dead false religions and deadly false religions and worldly philosophies. What's the first commandment? Thou shalt have no other gods. The second thing I want to mention is that biblical Hades, the real Hades, is death, the grave, like Old Testament Sheol, and a place where the condemned who have passed away await final judgment 
from the Lord. And remember, for those who love this world and the things of this world, this world is the gate to Hades. And John, who is here, he understood. He wrote in 1 John chapter 2, Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, dying, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. And look at what Paul says. Wow, this is so important and so good. 1 Corinthians 15, so when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Ready? Listen. Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. The strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Hallelujah. See, Messiah Jesus tells them and us today, we're on the winning team. Uh, no matter what the eyes and ears that are natural eyes and ears see and hear, our Father in heaven has shown us that Jesus is the Son of the living God who came to save. And He's the Son of Man who will return and set up His everlasting kingdom. We cannot lose. Hallelujah. Nothing including Hades and death can stop Messiah Jesus from saving me and setting up his everlasting kingdom that cannot be destroyed. Now, would, would they need this message, his disciples at that time, would they need this message for their lives and their ministries? Yes. This is the exact pagan world he's sending them to. Remember, northern Israel at this time was very Gentile and very pagan. Where is he sending them? He's sending them out to make disciples of the nations. They didn't understand that at this time. He's laying a foundation for it here at the gate to Hades. Now, do we need this message today? We certainly do. For this pagan, God-hating, dying world, we need to know this. We need to understand these things. There, there are so many who are lost by the deceptions of false religion today. And every false religion is being equated as equal except for the one that says Jesus is the only way, that one is being scoffed at and mocked and hated like, like never before. And, and there are believers today who are dying and being persecuted. In the first century, the, martyr, the, uh, the disciples were martyred, except for John, who was boiled in oil but still lived. Now, thankfully, they brought the, the, heaven, the kingdom of heaven down in their lives, and they preached the gospel and changed the world. And they had great victories Yet there was great persecution and trouble too. Today, ISIS is crucifying believers in Jesus. They're saying, you love Jesus, then die like him. And this is one example of many. Well, this apostle John wrote in, in 1 John 5, 19, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And you might say, well, then if I have to, I'll die for Jesus. Yes, that's great. But would you live for him? The disciple John learned that we have something that overcomes the world. Our faith in Messiah Jesus. And we need to remember, as, as there are so many false Christs and such sorrow on this earth, we need to remember this. Three words again. Blessed are 
you. I'm so blessed and so saved. Thank you, Lord. Well, in Matthew 16, 19, Messiah Jesus continues, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So I want to talk to you what, about this. What are the keys of the kingdom of heaven? Well, in Revelation 1.18, he says, I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and death. This is our glorified, resurrected King, Messiah, Jesus. In Isaiah 22, as Isaiah prophesies about the coming Messiah, the key of the house of David I will lay on his shoulder, so he shall open and no one shall shut, and he shall shut and no one shall open. Messiah Jesus fulfills this. Again in Revelation, sitting next to our Father on his throne in all of his glory, listen to what he says to the church in Philadelphia. And to the church, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these things says he who is holy, he who is true, he has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word and have not denied my name. This is the one who says the gate to Hades shall not prevail against us. He has the keys to death and Hades. And he's the one who door, opens doors no one can shut and shuts doors no one can open. Listen, that we have been given the keys of the kingdom of heaven means that we have the authority and responsibility even to bring heaven down to this earth. What does our Savior Jesus tell us to pray? Oh, Father in heaven, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth, meaning through my life as it is in heaven. See, we have the power of life and death in our tongues, sharing the gospel and other life-giving truths. Our lives shine like the light and the life of the kingdom of heaven in a dark and dying world. And in Messiah Jesus, hallelujah, we can go through open doors nobody can shut. We can pray doors open and pray doors shut according to the will of our Father in heaven. Hallelujah. We can prophesy and pray the gospel healing, warfare, and so much more for individuals, for ourselves, for Israel and the nations. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we can bind and loose here in our sphere of influence that the Lord gives us as we walk according to the will of our Father in heaven. All of this through the living God, the Son of the living God, Messiah Jesus. Well, things opposing Messiah Jesus in us and things do in this pagan world, they can be bound, forbidden, prohibited, and fastened with chains and not permitted to hinder our prayers and our words and our work according to the will of our Father in heaven. People and things pertaining to the will of our Lord Jesus can be loosed. I like that. They can be loosed and set free. I want to look at the definition or some definitions of what this means that they can be loosed. To loose any person or thing, tied or fastened. To loose one bound, a prisoner in chains. Woo! To dissolve anything bound, tied. 
to dismiss, to break up, to declare a thing unlawful, to break up, demolish, or destroy, to overthrow or do away with. You see, in short, we are to be a kingdom wrecking ball into the complex of the dominion of darkness. I want to say that again. We're to be a kingdom wrecking ball into the complex of the dominion of darkness. This is who we are, and this is what we can and must do. Hallelujah for the Son of Man, who's the only begotten Son of God. And he says to you today who trust in his name, blessed are you in Jesus Christ. Are you in Jesus Christ? Have you truly been saved? I'm not asking, do you go to church? I'm not asking if you have a Bible. I'm not asking if you give money to causes. Has Abba Father in heaven shown you you're a sinner, you've sinned against him. There's a place called Hades. There is a place called the lake of fire where sinners go. All All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us need the Savior. Has our Father in heaven shown you that that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins? He was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose from the grave. Has our Father in heaven shown you to repent, turn away, think rightly about your sins and that you need a Savior and turn to Jesus. Save me, Jesus. I'm a sinner. Has our Father in heaven then put his Holy Spirit in you whereby you can say, I've been saved from my sins and the gates of hell shall not prevail against me. Can you say that today? Pray with me. He can do that with you right now. He may be showing that to you right now. I'm also going to pray for anyone who needs to receive this message and that the Lord would bring you out of bondage if necessary and loose his life into your heart, mind, and life. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' now name, Lord, please now save, heal, forgive. We, we, we know and we, we hear and we believe, Messiah Jesus, you are the Son of the living God. You came to save, heal, and forgive, and you're coming back to set up your kingdom that shall never be destroyed. Oh, bless everyone who's listening today, Father, as they cry out to you and save them and bless them. In Jesus, the Lord's name I ask it. Amen. What a perfect watch therefore message. What a perfect watch therefore message. Remember, he's coming in the clouds for his people very soon. And now more than ever, in this dark pagan world, it's time to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.